Greetings and welcome to the last episode of the Mount Rushmore podcast ever for this ever? year. Ever? Ever? No. <laughs> You're not so lucky, audience. You're not so lucky. We're going uh, on forever if we have our chance. We love it so much. Uh, debating and deliberating the most ubiquitous aspects of any given topic. Not just me, of course. It's my good friends Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. <laughs> and we have... Uh, been on a journey in this podcast and we've been through an entire uh presidency and we've seen uh things happen that we wish for and happen that we didn't wish for but uh we are anything if not optimistic here and looking forward into the new year uh we want to be in a dialogue with you about what you want to see uh happen in the world what you want us to discuss and so we're going to start that dialogue by sharing the Mount Rushmore of things we're looking forward to in 2021 and beyond. So um, uh, I believe this was whose suggestion? Kind of a mutual my, suggestion? It was Michael's. my topic. I threw it out there. I think it was either at the end of last week's episode or it was in like our um, – or just discussion about last week's episode. So yeah, and we are narcissistic enough to think that mm -hmm. what we yeah. what we what we talk about actually impacts the world. And there have been times when we've said, "Well, I know I, you know, I hope blank doesn't happen," and then uh, that thing happens. Um, probably uh, no relation to what we were wishing for, but we thought just in case we do have a secret genie in a bottle or the uh, wish fulfillment theme of the latest wonder woman film uh where wishes come true uh somehow has leaked out into the the universe so we're gonna talk about things that we're looking forward to in 2021 and so uh michael chose it so uh richard starts it all right so uh my first choice and i kind of went at this from the thought of things that i'm looking forward to in 2021 and so much of this is just wrapped up to, into things I wasn't able to do in 2020 because of the pandemic, mm. because of the oh. lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just stuff that stuff that I'd like to see happen. Um, and the first one is getting to meet my coworkers. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I started I started my job, my current job, in July, so I have never physically met any of my boss, any of my coworkers, anyone else who works. You know, colleagues that I that I work with on a regular basis, I communicate you know primarily via email at this point. Sometimes via instant messaging, very rarely either phone or a Zoom meeting, and it's really awkward. You know, I'm somebody who really enjoys the social aspect of work. You know, I, I'm I consider a good workplace to be a place where I'm socially comfortable. And I think so much of me doing marketing, it's important for me to be able to get up and go across the hall and sort of talk to my boss for 10 minutes about this project that we're working on and just get 10 minutes of FaceTime to be able to sort out, okay, what do you really want from this? What are our parameters? All this sort of stuff. And it's just, it's just you don't get to know anybody if you're not actually physically interfacing with them. I mean, you yeah. can have all the Zoom meetings in the world, and it just—it's not—it's not the same. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to in 2021. Yeah. What is it? What's your experience been in previous offices? Did you like the social aspect of personal interaction, or was that? Yeah, a I did. No, yeah. I did. I've—I've I've always kind of—I've—I've I've 
sort of been someone who who liked the idea of being able to you know get up and get a go get a get a soda from the vending machine and swing by somebody's office and just poke my head in and be like hey what'd you do this weekend oh really and to kind of just spend five minutes or what are you working on what kind of project mm-hmm. um you know i it kind of gets you through the day and makes the mundane slightly less mundane mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know i have i've had zero experience with that over the last six months and mm-hmm. it's been really weird yeah to hear tell some contemporary workspaces are designed for that that uh inner that chemistry that comes from people just kind of bumping in in that common area between here and the break room or the coffee station or the the washrooms or something like that um pixar headquarters i think famously so and it just sure does create some great interaction that's you know, you're talking about it in a social, you know, I think you're still talking about it both a, a, a occupational and social yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. I, uh, I know my wife, Sarah is they're off their, their work is, is possibly not going to be going back to offices Yeah, when everything is said and done. And that's mm-hmm. really wild to me. And I just, I get it. And if you're mm-hmm. able to, if you're able to do that, I understand why a, why a uh, organization would want to not be spending millions of dollars on, you know, office space and yeah. electricity and God knows what else. Yeah. But I just, I, there is something about that that makes me, that would make me uncomfortable on some level. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, how do you feel about that? Well, I, um, I have, uh, my job is like, within and of the office building itself for the most part. I mean, like in the facilities department. So mm-hmm. I'm usually very hands-on with um, just things that happen in the building. Um, but having nobody there, uh, I've been kind of uh, not struggling, but looking for different things. So um, like, I, I totally get the feeling of like going back is kind of fulfilling this um, part of me that is just like, there's a part of my job that I just don't do right now. And yeah. I've still been employed and God, thank God for that. But uh, I, I don't share the same sort of like um, wanting to spend time with my coworkers mm-hmm. aspect, like you bumping into them and having these small conversations like that is just not me. I am just not a, I'm a very helpful person. I will help anybody and do anything within the office. Uh, and I'm very nice, but I'm not necessarily friendly with my coworkers. I kind of project, <laughs> I I project that out because I, I have better things to do, to be yeah. honest. Like, <laughs> and like so, uh, if I could stay at home for the rest of whatever, I, eh, if I go can go in the office once a week, I would be fine with that. I can get all the social interaction I need out of um, uh, Free Bagel Friday, which is never coming back. <laughs> do you feel? Um... That that Richard is unique to this workspace. You you haven't had some work environments before where you're like, get me out of there. I hate all these idiots. I need to go um, on from this. Maybe may, maybe one. Yeah, um, I can think of, but that was. But even then, within my own little pod of people that I interacted with on a daily basis, I got along with really well. It was just some of the other. Uh, some of the other. Aspects. Yeah, you're definitely. You're definitely in a very unique situation, having that you don't know what the personality, you don't know what the gelling is like in person. So yeah. I think that's, I find uh, that's, I find that uh, very interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know at this point. It, it's just, you know, I've been working with people for six months and I know nothing or next to nothing about them. Mm-hmm. I just find that very odd. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Uh, but by the yeah. way, I, I, uh, the when my, Michael, when you were responding to my erroneous uh, suggestion for a topic for this week, you did say that it was we were going to do things we're looking forward to in the new year. So that's, oh, okay. that is the that is the title I was working off of. Gotcha. Okay, uh, you know, I would like to say here at the Mount Rushmore podcast offices, we rarely make eye contact when we see each other in the hallway. Um, you know, anytime that we can call in sick to work or work from home. Um, the holiday party last year was dismal. The one this year was non-existent. And, um, and so it's, well, I, it's I, a... I try to spend at least 30 to 40 percent of my time hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So the weeping. The weep. I would also say weeping. like in I, I have seen some office mates previously um, take that walking around and social aspect and just make a whole day out of it. Like you can make a whole morning out of walking around with that coffee cup, um, talking to people. And then what if there's a birthday you know, in the break room or something like that, you know, it's like, oh my God, hanging around chatting afterwards, you can cruise, you can cruise a good two and a half hours in the afternoon, you know, after, after, a, you know, there's an office birthday or something like that. That's so joking funny. around with the UPS guy. This is uh, it's, it's an art wasting time like that. So. Winfield, what do you got? Um, my next choice, and it may sound schmaltzy, but it is, I'm looking forward to recording the podcast in person again. Also yeah. on my list. Oh, okay. wow. good. Cool. good for you. It's just, you know, we got it. We've done it. We've done um, 40 something episodes like this yeah. um, in, in quarantine from home. We've played it really safe together. And um, I personally, uh, it's just, it's better art uh, being able to talk to you guys and hash things out in person uh, in Jeff's garage is, I mean, in the studio, in the, in the Mount Rushmore, <laughs> Mount palatial Rushmore studios, stu- yes. palatial studios with the rugs on the wall and the, 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 the all the, the foam and um, all that stuff. I, I yeah. miss the professional quality of it. Um, no, I, it's just, it's the interaction is better. It's, you don't have to deal with uh, as we've had kind of this, the blurry, uh, video or like uh, mm-hmm. late uh, uh, recording cues or, you know, just like uh, trying to catch up to something stalling because of the Wi-Fi or just like waiting yeah. for someone to speak in and talk and then being like, okay, no, you go ahead. And I think it's just, it's a very common element of what we've all gone through this year with Zoom meetings and, you know, uh, kids being taught school at home and all of the stuff is just like, it's just, there are aspects as much as I kind of lamented going back to the office, there are aspects of this podcast and our friendship that is better um, in person and to kind of pull back the curtains on the podcast a little bit, Jeff, you've done such a tremendous job um, this year, really uh, looking back, just driving the boat. You took over I think I had a lot more stuff to do with um, the kid at home and Richard too, uh, with two kids at home and um, all of the craziness. And you edited just about every episode this year and you got all of the, the many wonderful guests that we had. And you've really 
stayed on top of it. And I'm really looking forward to wresting that control back from you, you bastard. I wanted to go back to normal while I, when I was running the ship, yeah. scallywag. I would, I would imagine our listeners think the same. So, <laughs> but so honestly, you, you, you guys both have done so much um, work this year that's changed from the last couple of years, uh, extra work. Uh, and um, it's really, um, I, I can't wait to um, help out a lot more when things get back to normal. I'm just oh. excited. I'm, I'm legitimately just excited for the post recording half hour sort of BS sessions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just sort of finishing up our drinks or our, yeah. Yeah. our, our cashews or whatever mouth drying uh, uh, <laughs> snacks Jeff has provided us <laughs> and just kind of just hanging out. You know, I know this is the part of the, you know, par- partially this podcast is kind of a hangout mm-hmm. and that's the part of the reason why we do it um, is, is because we get to hang out with each other, but there's just something different about being done with the episode and just being able to just kind of BS for a half hour. Agreed. Agreed. Um, okay. So, uh, Richard, that's your second also. Is that correct? Correcto. So does no. Michael roll into his... Do you do your third or Michael rolls yeah. into his second? We'll roll, I'll go back to back and we okay. basically um, flip. Okay. So I All can right. do my second. Okay. And my second uh, might seem a little banal, but it's just going to the library. Um, oh. Mostly because of, um, because of Felix. Um, but it, we didn't realize how often we would take that stroll. We, we live within like a 10 to 12 minute walk to our local library. So just throwing the kid in the stroller and walking down there maybe every other week and, you know, checking out a dozen books at a time. And just the, the whole process has always, was always um, so delightful and such an, it's funny, you know, the things that are these big absences because of COVID the dining out in restaurants and the going to movie theaters, all of that stuff is important and fun and seeing you guys and seeing friends and seeing family. But there's just this little, this little thing that like one of the things that we've missed the most is just the freaking library. And it's just, it's walking in, knowing where everything is, watching the kid go bananas, doing God knows what, climbing on things and pulling books off the shelf and us sitting down in the different aisles and, and, it's just, it's this tale. It was just part of our, you know, weekly life. And, you know, I, I'm sure the kid too is just getting bored with the same books and all these, you know, this kid will be bouncing off the walls. It's like, okay, let's read, um, let's read this other book again. And it's just like, uh, it, it's a great, um, it's a great thing. Support your local public library, everybody. Yeah. That's a funny Boy, that's a funny thing. Is it because it is free of charge? Is that why? Because it's not no, you could think of, oh, I miss going out to fancy restaurants or I miss spending this, doing this consumer thing. Is it because the library was free? Is that why you kind of didn't expect to miss it? I, I think that it also, you know, I, I didn't really go to the library prior to having a child. I mean, I'd been before, obviously, but like, I, it wasn't like I didn't go and check out books regularly. I, you yeah. know, whatever books I had, I'd order from Amazon or, you know, yeah. uh, get digitally or whatever. But like going to the library became such a, such a, just an aspect of our, you know, weekly life with a child. And at times it was because it was something 
scary. At times it was, it was a place that was conditioned, especially in the summer. Yeah. And you, you know, walk 10 minutes over sometimes go to the local diner, then afterwards go to the library, then hit up the park. And man, that is, that you just knocked out three things for the kid for the day, the diner, the park and the library and you're home and you're like, okay, that was an outing. I can yeah. hang out now. <laughs> uh, the, the free, it, it being free definitely helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, uh, I did a Craigslist deal today and he wanted to meet at the parking lot of the YMCA across from North Hollywood park. And just, you know, you can see that North Hollywood diner from there. And it was just kind of a nostalgia bomb just went off because I like going to the library too. And, and seeing the kids section of a library reminds me of how much that was a one that was like Disneyland for a little kid. You go in there and just colorful and there's all these kids to see these stories. The wall is covered with stories. Um, that's so cool. That one in that one in Oho too is just huge. Mm-hmm. It's a big, big kid section, which helps. It's like separated from, you know, the kind of the other people trying to read or be quiet. And it's, you know, it kind of allows you a little bit of space for the, the kids to do kid thing. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's always a good reminder, like read, learn, get an education. Did you see those five people passed out on the sidewalk when we walked in here? North or any, anybody watching, watching pornography on the yeah. free internet. Yeah. Computers. <laughs> you better learn some stuff. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. We are at our halftime and uh, we're going to um, invite you to uh, be optimistic with us and wish along with us and uh, think of those things you'd like to manifest out there in the new year. And if one of those is um, making the Mount Rushmore podcast a sounding board for your wacky, crazy ideas and uh, opinions, please do that. We would love to hear from you uh, in regards to what topics you might want us to discuss and then you could even uh, end up on the show previous people it's happened to them it doesn't have to but it might so uh you can also go back and download rate and review past episodes and then uh give us an earful let us know on twitter instagram facebook what you think about this past episode what we miss in terms of our uh, uh, opinions that we shared there so that would be super cool and then uh you know, a New Year's resolution, uh, share this podcast with many more people and let them know uh, about this conversation that we have here. We do it every week, every Thursday, and we're going to keep on doing it. Now, we are back, and Richard's going to share his third thing. All right, my third thing is not having to care so much about politics. I'm really looking forward to this in 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to kind of having the presidency be normalized and knowing that we have a competent person in there and not just just competent, just, you know, a a normal person in there. Yeah. And that I don't have to, I think this, I think this counts. I think this is on, this technically is on my list as um, not thinking about Donald Trump in any significant way for a long, long time. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think, I think we're, it's, it's, it's two peas in a pod on that one Mm -hmm. because you would just wake up every morning and you would, I would go like, you know, I would have a Washington post subscription and I would wake up and there'd already be two breaking news alerts about some dumb bullshit that Donald Trump did or that the, uh, yeah. you know, so just some, some moronic headline and yet, and then the rest of the day it was like, Oh God, is this going to be the thing that takes down democracy? Cause he yeah. did the stupid tweet or whatever it happened to be. 
And it's just, it's just wearying after a while. And it'll be nice to just get back to a normal sort of flow of politics where things aren't as chaotic on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not expecting a lot to happen in 2021 politically just because I don't think the Democrats are going to take control of the Senate. Uh, in short, you know, I, I know the Georgia elections, there's a possibility, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I think it's going to be a lot of sort of incremental changes one way or the other. And after eight or after four years of, of, of Trump, I'm kind of okay with just lots of slow incremental changes. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Do you, that, that is a profoundly interesting thing. There was a guy who, who used the, presidency as this 24 7 platform for his ego and disruptive personality and and narcissism and and uh it it was it was like a show god i wish there weren't so many episodes of this show <laughs> i don't i don't want to binge the president every it's day the anti anti binging binge mode yeah it's yeah. just like the, the the least bingeable thing you could possibly mm-hmm. think of i think yeah. it's uh yeah go ahead no i was just gonna say I think it's just this element of I don't need politics to be this exciting. Yeah. Politics used to not be exciting and it was something that I sort of, you know, I followed, I was interested in it, but there wasn't the possibility of of just chaos breaking out at any possible minute, any possible yeah. moment. Yeah. And that it's just like I said, it's just it was stressful. And I just want a low stress political year. Like I just want a television without the high speed car chases every half. I think hour. there's Yeah. Yeah. I think that this the last four years have shown us how important it is to like mobilize and be aware and to um you know, to uh I was gonna say riot, but I don't mean riot. I mean <laughs> <laughs> um to um to protest and to stand up for what you believe in. But it's also showed me that I really want that life that you're talking about, Richard, of going back to not caring as much and not knowing as much and being like, I'm, I can't wait to forget the names of all of the horrible people that were a part of his cabinet. And, you know, all of these rich assholes. I, I can't wait to just uh, have the door close on them and can't, you know, we'll be delighted if I see a name one day that they're arrested for something or in jail or being prosecuted for something be like oh yeah i remember that name vaguely this is a cast of characters uh i i want to be just swept away i don't i don't i don't want to know i'm cur- you know it's being cursed with the knowledge of like these horrible people and uh i'm good with um sleepy joe <sighs> sleepy yeah. joe just <laughs> getting stuff you know, just getting stuff done but but not talking about it so much in a way the pardons are kind of a they're, they irk me to my core, yet, and I don't think they're going to be necessarily get out of jail free for everybody involved. But were, were any of these people ever going to really go to jail? No, they were going to find, and if so, what's jail for that person? They're never going to give back the money they stole. They're never going to go to an actual prison. It's going to be a camp cupcake. It's going to be resort somewhere. Yeah, I told Emily exactly that, like, uh, that, uh, Oh, you know, all these people are getting pardoned. It's scandalous, but I don't, I just don't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Uh, your uh, your third, Michael. No, that's your third, isn't it? Yeah. So my yeah, last, last one. Forward. My last one. It's very LA based, but I the thing I'm looking to one of the most things is just rain in oh. LA. <laughs> yeah. This next year, any rain, just the small. I want. I don't want the smallest amount of rain. I want the largest amount of rain. I want it to constantly rain for three months straight. Uh, has been so uh, like dry and desolate and unending in the weather. Mm. And it could be just, I, I'm used to being stuck inside already. So I'm, I'm good with that <laughs> this last year. I, I just want like there to be a real reason for it, mm-hmm. but well, that's, it's, that's you know, it's one of those things that it's, um, you know, like COVID has denied us so many personal interactions, but um, LA does this thing where it just d- denies you a difference in weather. And um, I'm just, I just love it to rain. And it's going to rain, what, tomorrow, tonight, maybe even. What? And it just feels, and it feels like the first, um, the first, you know, washing away of the old year and, and um, you know, uh, washing in the new year with some. Just a nice torrent of rain, mm-hmm. please, please, and thank you. <laughs> it does seem like the the Travis Bickle uh, someday a real <laughs> rain will <laughs> wash away the scum, the filth. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you hear? I remember hearing that first in I think well, I was on the Clash Combat Rock record, Straight to Hell, or something has a quote from Taxi Driver in it, <laughs> and then hearing it in Taxi Driver. Um, okay, uh, Richard, what's your final choice? My final choice is uh, things I'm looking forward to in the new year. Um, traveling. Uh. Just getting out and, and going places. Uh-huh. You know, we were supposed to go to Madrid in April. Obviously that, oh, did, obviously, that didn't happen. And fortunately, it wasn't a few weeks earlier that we were scheduled to travel because then we would have had a real, you know, do we go, oh, do we not go? Yeah. situation um but you know it was unfortunate we had to cancel everything obviously and get refunds and it was kind of a pain but more than anything else it was just disappointing to have this trip that we had booked like six months in advance and we were starting to get really excited for it we had our airbnb booked and kind of everything and you know the year before as a family we had gone to australia and had just this fantastic time and made us realize that even with two kids, you can still pull off international travel and give the give your kids this really remarkable experience that's certainly not anything I ever got. I mean, my big family trips were like to Reno, <laughs> you know, where I mainly got to stay in a hotel room and get room service. That was my big treat while my parents went downstairs and hit the slot machines, you know, for most of the night. So that's slightly less uh, glamorous than Melbourne, Australia, or Madrid, Spain. And I'm just looking forward to that. You know, I, I, I love travel, even if it's local travel, even if it's just getting out and exploring Los Angeles and exploring the Southern California area. You know, one of the, the almost, or just, or even other places in the U.S. You know, we went out to literally the week before COVID really went from a problem to a all caps problem. Uh, We were in Chicago for a trivia tournament that we do every year. And we brought the kids along and 
got to see the museums and had just a fantastic time. And we're supposed to be in Austin, Texas this year. And Austin's one of my favorite cities I've ever visited. So I was really looking forward to taking the family to that. And that's that kind of got taken away. And I don't know how much travel we're going to get to do in 2021. I don't know what travel is going to look like next year. I don't know if it's going to be the same as we have anticipated, mm-hmm. but we'll at least be able to get out of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. confident. I feel confident that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That at least we'll be able to explore our region. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that'll be the, uh, the, the silver lining in it. We'll get to know more about Los Angeles and Southern California than we did. Do you have any concerns about whatever paranoia will be in place when you're wondering who who is vaccinated, who isn't, like what? To... Oh, for sure. You know, it yeah. seems like after 9-11, I remember traveling and everything was, um, you know, we're going to, re- uh, there was a 9-11 surcharge at every hotel you ever went to. And due to the recent events, this is happening, that's happening. And some stuff felt related to the actual um, downturn that, impacted travel some seemed totally unrelated like it was kind of a fiction that was created or a paranoia but um it seems like there's going to be something crazy i can't even think of right now a culture change in regards to this new have have nots almost like something from a dystopian <laughs> film or something well i think that's that, interesting i think that you know traveling when you're traveling i i, I would imagine that even when travel is back to being somewhat normalized people are going to be wearing masks and, you know, they may not have completely full flights. So airplane tickets may be more expensive than you were used to. And I think there's, there's going to be changes to it, but it'll at least be something. I love travel. I basically feel like that I work to be able to travel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in this year where we bought a house and kind of were more domesticated than ever before, um, I'm still thinking about travel a lot and mm-hmm. just, just missing that. Yeah. Well, dudes, it seems like it's it. And so I going to say due to the, uh, the similarities between some of those um, choices, I'm going to definitely have to say that uh, doing the podcast in person is one that I feel very uh, uh, much in sync with, you know, it's going to be so fun to just kind of sit across from each other and do our, uh, um, uh, do our thing in person and see each other and just kind of be able to see hopefully we will be able to recognize the um, body language things that we've probably picked up when we've been doing this separately like eye rolling and and just doing the twirling the finger around against the temple you know the, ja- somebody... the jack the jack off symbol with your yeah. hand yeah yeah when i try to uh, drop some analysis on <laughs> yeah um hopefully those things won't be so pronounced um but yeah definitely podcast in person so that's going up on the rushmore um my favorite my favorite uh not thinking about politics slash um that guy who used to be president and uh and since it's so atmospheric, I really dig the raining. Exciting. Yeah. And, and also because it does seem like the anima that we're all uh, waiting for. And, um, and then it's just because I imagine you walking around with a big coffee mug uh, and, you know, um, 
your tie and your shirt <laughs> and getting to meet your coworkers, Richard. I can't wait. I, I can't wait for them to meet you and go, who the heck is this guy? Where's he been all my life? I'm so glad we get to meet this guy. You know what? We should start a kickball team. Yeah, we go. should. Oh, wait, oh yeah. Something else. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's it. Um, so, uh, th- guys, thanks for spending the year with me. I appreciate it. I needed this this year. Yeah, this was good. Yeah. Um, this has been the uh, wrap been a pleasure. on, on yeah. the 2020 uh, Mount Rushmore podcast. Uh, I was, I, I, as always, I'm Jeff. I'm Richard. Guys, we're falling apart. Hi, Michael. <laughs> we're falling apart. Was that a real buffer or a fake buffer? I heard it.